Most pancake syrups contain artificial flavors, artificial colors, and high fructose corn syrup. But there's an all-natural option free of additives in the same aisle. Real maple syrup from Canada is made from one ingredient. So turn the bottle and check the label. Is your syrup real maple? 100% pure maple, straight from Mother Nature herself. One ingredient, one source, one flavor. PureMapleFromCanada.com Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines. This is your boy, I don't see in the place to be. What it is, your boy, Ryan the Waves. Unashamed, Herb, here. What's good, everybody? What it is, what it is, how y'all doing? Welcome. Football. Feeling good, feeling great. Mm-hmm. Feeling great, feeling good. Oh, he out of there, coach. God bless you and yours. <laughs> that was. 14 nothing so far. Steelers on top of the football team. That's just... The fact that, you know, the... Uh, what you call it? The front office is considering going another year with that being the name. I don't know if they have a name in by now. If they're going to change it. Like, that's pretty... <laughs> How long going to take to get a patent and a trademark and... All that stuff done and then put that on t-shirts. They had they would have had to have a name by now. Right. Like, you know, Washington football team. I kinda I actually like it. It like I don't maybe it's growing on me. That's the most generic. <laughs> remember when I don't know if you remember when this Nintendo 64 first came out. They released Madden 64. Okay. But they didn't have an NFL license. They only had Madden's license. So wow. the name of the team was just Denver wait. blank. And it was just... Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> how, how Madden... How did Nintendo 64 get the license and Madden been out, but like since like 90? They had Madden 64. Madden 64 did not have any NFL team names. They had NFL players. They got the NFL PA. They just didn't have NFL team names. So you mean to tell me... <laughs> They use the name Madden outside of EA Sports? No, it was EA Sports. It just didn't have a license for the 64 when it came out, when Madden 64 came out. That's crazy. I the very first Madden. Not Madden 99. Madden 99, they picked back up with the NFL team names and colors. and I mean, not the colors, the, the logos and all of that. Yeah. But the first Madden that came out, Madden 64, they didn't have no wow. team names. They just had the city names. It said Denver, and it was orange and blue. <laughs> it was very generic. That's what the Washington football team reminded me of. <laughs> I mean, you got the players. Like I said, you got the NFLPA. You just couldn't yeah. be called the Detroit Lions. You had Barry Sanders playing for Detroit. Gotcha. I ain't gonna lie. Nothing was like playing live and getting the Bulls and having play in 99. I actually love that. Yeah, play in 99 <laughs> for Joe, and you had player four for Barkley. 
Yeah. <laughs> and just going crazy. I'm like, yeah, you know who it is. I'm the letter. The shut up and jam from Bartley must have had some type of serious ass license because Bartley still can't be on video games like that with his name. Yeah. But you understand why he uh Yeah, yeah, coach, I ain't know that neither. Coach Alamine, appreciate you. See your boys up fourteen nothing right now. Yo, but you you know why Barkley is not on two uh, K, right? Explain. It's an easy fix. Charles said he would gladly give the two uh, K his likeness mm. if they pay all the retirees, like that they give like a, a, a certain percentage. To the past guys, you know, guys uh, who've been retired for a while. Hmm. If he paid, if they paid them as well, he would gladly turn over his likeness. Wow. Something that simple. Where it's That's like, dope. hey, like, yeah, 2K makes over a billion dollars just like off of that game. Right. They ain't got to put out no other game. Just put out NBA 2K franchise. They make tons of money. Mm-hmm. And they can't, you know, give can't out some percentage to somebody yeah. else. Yeah, Retirees that, that did it before. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. But, you know, that's why he ain't been on the jump for a minute. But this game that's going on, man, what y'all thoughts? It was, it was pretty uh, pretty defensive early on. Yeah, it was a good defensive game. I think these are two, two of the best defenses in the league. So that's what I expected going in. I mean, I gave Washington the fighters chance if they could get pressure with their forward. But that's like stills are getting more pressure. My short term of watching this game, it seemed like since Gibson been out, Greg Roman and turned up, turned over a new leaf and start calling plays. That's what <laughs> it looked like. It's even Alex Smith is just scared of shit. And he ain't trying. It seemed like he only threw from recent memory. We're just watching right now two deep passes, medium deep passes down the field. But everything else has been, ah, let me check it down. Ah, let me check it down. Or slant. And uh, it's not testing the secondary. Understandable. On the defense end, I mean, you can't ask them to do too much, but just continue to tackle. You're stopping the run. You're getting the bend. They just, the secondary just got to handle that business, which they haven't been. I thought the secondary been playing. It's, it's. I guess it's. It's only so much you can do. Right. You know, what was it the first first drive? Actually, the whole first quarter, three and outs, back to back, back to back. Like they played well, took away the short game, and you know they uh, hit a couple shots. Pittsburgh hit a couple shots in one on one coverage. Kendall Fuller still had great coverage, but it was just you know well timed route, well timed ball. Just they hitting they hitting when they need to hit, and offensively for uh, the skins, I'm thinking. Besides the obvious drops, they could extend drives. You know what can you really expect from this suspect offensive line hmm. against you know the best pass rushing team in the league. Mm-hmm. Best blitzing team, in it, both, if, if you will. Like they number one in sacks for a reason. So 
they gotta get the ball out quick. They ain't got time to develop, you know, long routes. Right. As you would think. Like the first couple passes, I think the what the first pass of the game was like Terry Terry McLaurin for like six yards, seven yards. Other than that, you ain't really been hearing from him too much. But it's, it's gonna be it's an interesting game to watch. The next one, um, and I think it's gonna be a lot better than uh, the records will show. The Buffalo and San Fran. I think it's actually gonna be a real close game. They're fun to watch. I heard, I heard this morning that uh, they only a one point favorite for the night for uh, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo by oh Buffalo by one. Yeah, one point favorite. For the oh, night. Okay. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Looking forward to it. Mm, I mean, they I think, to get... Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it too much. But uh, I think this year, well, I can say that. Not this year, but, but yeah, what we're seeing this year in football you should never look at the records of teams and pick a team to win by double digits. You should never do it. Yeah. Never. It's so like it's so much talent in this sport. It just it just don't make sense to like pick a team to win by twelve points. Even like even the Chiefs, like nah. Yeah, I mean. As long as the team is playing as hard as they can play, both sides, it should be a close game. I mean, even the worst team, the Jets, playing against Kansas City, I wouldn't think that would be a 10-point route or what Buff, not Buffalo, um, New England just did to, to uh, Los Angeles. A 45 nothing. That Y'all just not playing at that point. Everything that went wrong could have went wrong, did go wrong in that game. For and, and they, they could have stopped the run. <laughs> <laughs> When you have a quarterback that have 69 yards passing, that's telling you everything. You lose by 45 points. Yeah. Roland. Roland said the Giants may have clinched the division if Gibson has turf talk. I, didn't know I thought the Giants was going to clinch the division anyway. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen regardless. Yeah. If Coach it's McCoy not- is the quarterback, I'm going to be ecstatic and laugh. Nah. Coach McCoy does this every year. Every year he does this. Wherever he at, y'all remember, he, he the first game he plays, he gets a win. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's like, all right, yeah, yeah. okay, I, I see it now. <laughs> I see why you still the backup. That's what it happens every year. That was, I was like, this is clockwork. Come on, quick, stop me about to win. It's crazy. But that team, like the Giants team, got a lot of talent. I think defensively, they are. Well, easily the best in that division defensively. Easily. Right. I think they still just don't get the the national attention that they should on defense. Yeah, the defense is... is, You would think they would get some more attention because... uh, What was that? They had a Monday night game against the Bucks. Yeah. Played them very well. They played the Steelers very well for a little bit. Steelers very well. Seahawks very well. Like, that's a tough out every week. Yeah. Every you can week. tell that defense is well coached. 
Right, and that's a, I would say the whole staff. That's a coaching staff that came in just that first year. So you would expect growing pains and all that, but they've been expect. pretty productive. I didn't expect, um, what's his name, Joe Judge, to come in like this without being coordinator or anything. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's that's a notch for, uh, for the little guys. You got to start your resume somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, um... Looking at the, I would say the biggest news from yesterday was the Browns having a, their way with the Titans. In the first half. To be more specific, the Browns' offense had their way with the Titans in the first half. What you, I'm thinking with what we're seeing from the Browns is why I always say you can't write a quarterback off so early. Because I think like in any, especially in football, it's all about the relationship between the coordinator and the quarterback. Mm-hmm. That pairing is so vital to each other's success. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard to say this guy can't do this. You know, when he, when he just, it could be he not in the right situation. You know what I mean? Right. So, but it, it's been, it's been refreshing to see, you know, Baker, Played very well. Like, y'all know I was high on Baker. I was going with with that one. Mm-hmm. You know, I was high on him. So, it's good to see him play well. Um, But, it's like, yo, sometimes you just need the right fit. Joe Flacco looks like a totally different quarterback when he had Gary Kubiak and Jim Zorn at, the, at his uh, tutelage. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins under Stefanski. <laughs> got two contracts. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, sometimes that right the right situation, that combination come around and that makes the world a difference. Yeah. Especially if you're a good coordinator. <laughs> um like Matt Ryan had an MVP under Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was the right coordinator for job. <laughs> You know, that's that's to allude to us talking about where Atlanta goes from from here later later on in the show. But Kyle Shanahan to me is just one of those those coordinators that if he get out of his own way, he can go ahead and get himself a championship. Explain that. Cause that kind of, if he get out of his, he own, his way, own way, he had yeah. two Super Bowls in hand. Literally, all you got to do is follow your running back, or to stop, or not stop giving the ball to Debo Samuel. But yeah, now, I don't, dis- the ball I don't disagree with you about you know giving the rock or running it, but he developed a play call that was going to work. Oh yeah, he definitely had a play call where um, 
Was that Samuel? They got behind. Not Samuel. Um, Sanders Samuel got behind Sanders. the de- the defense. No, not even that. Not even that. It was the the, the drive before that. Okay. Um, Chandler Jones had swatted the ball and ended up having to give the ball back to uh the Chuck. I mean, to the Chiefs. At the end of the day, the play was was great. You can't you can't hurt the fact that what Jones did mm-hmm. messed that whole drive up. I mean, Chandler that, Jones gets paid. Must put him in another field goal range, and they still gonna run a rock down the Chiefs' throat. Mm-hmm. That was just a uh, amazing. You mean Chris effort. Jones? Huh? You mean Chris yeah, Jones? Chris Chandler Jones, Jones was Chris in Jones. Arizona, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Glenn. He said, "Hell, kid, what happens? Until proven otherwise, they are still the Browns. They will find a way to mess this up." That's that's fair. Like I'm not going to take away from Baker tonight, but I'm still not a fan. I'm still not a believer of Baker Mayfield. I'm going to take away from him what he did in the first half yesterday. Mike Vrabel pretty much stacked the box and said, "Baker, you got to beat us," and he did that. And that's all you could ask your quarterback to do when given the opportunity, you know, capitalize. But just to get back to Kyle Shanahan, like I said, you you keep running the ball. Or you don't forget to give the ball to Debo Samuel in the fourth quarter, you got a championship in your hands. Now I understand you throwing the ball in Atlanta, you got your MVP quarterback, that's what y'all did all year. That's what got you there. But yeah, still, was it Coleman or Freeman? Maybe both of them was going off against the Patriots. <laughs> and you stopped it. Gotcha. Roland said the Odell in Phil, uh, Cleveland, I'm sorry. The Odell pressure is gone. Uh, the offense can now flow through Higgins, Landry, and the tight end that's needed, while DPJ is good enough to play the role needed on the outside. Hey, her. I guess I didn't. I didn't see you had the big question earlier this week about Odell killing his character. Yeah, yeah. Why is it okay to slander somebody else's name when somebody else is doing better? Odell main problem with that offense. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I, from what, what Roman is saying, the pressure of getting Odell the ball, I can see that because he's one of the most gifted receivers ever. And he would want the ball in his hands. However, he's one of the most complete receivers ever, so he's not relegated to play one position. He can play X, Y, and Z and be effective in the offense. The point, in my mind, the biggest change was the ability and, well, the mindset of Kevin Stefanski to say, no, we're playing through the run. Yeah. Chubb is healthy. We're going to run the ball, and that's how we're going to set things up. Yeah. Even when they won with Odell, they ran the ball well. That's That was it. Like, the game that when, they, when we spanked them week one, we didn't stop the run. They stopped They stopped the run. <laughs> they stopped it. Like, 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 come on. They stopped it, and Baker was chasing that first interception. I think it was the interception on the first drive. He was chasing that all day. First drive, yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that's what happened. Like, we ain't stopped nothing. They said, you know what, let's just take it out of his hands and, you know, keep throwing the ball. Like, nah, relax. Like, like come on. Come on. Like, use all your weapons. And if your best bet is to go through the back, then do that. And that's, they, they rolling right now. I mean, that's what I think is the, the strength of Kevin Stefanski. That's where I, I picked. I think I picked Chubb to actually lead the league in rushing. 
with that that team and that, that play call because you go through the run and it opens up the the play action for everybody. Yeah, I mean that's 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 football one on one. That's nineties football, if you will. Like to be right. honest, that's that's what Dallas did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Emmett, get behind that line and get busy. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Set up Mike Irvin. Set up Alvin Harper, Jay Novacek. Like it's, it's clockwork. And it says a lot when you can do off a of play action that set up that sets up your real offense. It's still amazing to me how many yards and touchdowns Michael Irvin had in that offense. He's a, he's a monster, man. Because <laughs> they were they were winning most of their games. It ain't like they was throwing to close the game out. They were winning yeah, most. Of <laughs> and they had the number one running I'll, back. I've always been a bigger Michael Irvin fan than Jerry Rice. Me too. He just played He just made like, more I, interesting. I respect Rice as who he is, and you know the. The football icon that he is, but I was just a bigger fan of, of Mike Irv. He's just a playmaker to me. Yeah, that was my guy. <laughs> um, shoot, what was I about to say? Let's uh, you want to get the shot to stop us real quick, and then yeah, that way we can transition to the Falcons. This is that. Uh, the first one. All right, let's get this one out of the way first. No. Stop it to stop it. What's Anthony no Lynn won't what? finish the season in L.A. Stop. Stop it. Hey, I don't understand what you said. Sound like you said both. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say stop it, but I'm going to stop it because he only got a month left. He won't be back in L.A., but he, he'll finish up his month. I will hope for them to get them the respect. Let him finish out the rest of the year. But after that performance, that's kind of tough. Yeah, if he was, if he ain't fired today, and I know they three hours behind, I don't think they gonna fire him today. Nothing just ever first out the month. Y'all lost forty five nothing. What's the worst that could happen <laughs> after that? Yeah, I think uh, he finished out the year as soon as uh, his um, post game conference is over for the final game of the season then they'll, they'll fire him. But if I'm not mistaken, just thinking offhand, this probably was the, the first blowout I can remember. Yeah, Most they the always are in every game. They normally in every game, but yes. they lose it at the end. <laughs> so what's their remaining schedule? See if they can win out. See if he can at least compete for a job. Uh, they ain't winning uh, out. You need 45 enough and everybody to quit. Everybody pat it up for the weekend. Hey, man. In my <laughs> mind, they got the, uh, the rookie... Offensive rookie of the year, at least one of the one of the top picks for it. Yeah, offensive, yeah. Like I give you that. To me, it's his. They got the Falcons Sunday, the Raiders on Thursday Night Football, the Broncos on the twenty seventh, and then on the third they have the Chiefs. So they got got all division games. Yeah, the Falcons and then the rest of their division. Yeah, Yeah, that's tough. They can go three and one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it could go either way with division games. I'll, you know, we'll see. But yeah. I think he finished it out. All right, shop it to stop it. As much as Baltimore Ravens covets draft capital, would you shop or stop? 
trading. Uh, would you shop a style Baltimore sending two first round picks and a third for a superstar player if they were available? Now, we're talking superstar when, player. Oh, oh, it's your preference? Like, what side of the ball? Superstar? He just said superstar player. Okay. So, we said superstar player. I'm thinking top five in the league. Not at their position. Top five in the league. Now, if you tell telling me I can get Aaron Donald with two ones and a third? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, you open up a different bag of words. That's the same bag so, of words. You say superstar. I'm thinking that's top five. To me, that's what I hear when I hear superstar. You're top five in your league. You got more superstars that's, that's not top five. You got so all stars in position. Top five fluctuates, as we can see on sideline tough posters. Top five fluctuates every damn week. Okay, let me, let me put it like this. If you're telling me I can get Aaron Donald with two ones in the third, bye. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, too, that's too easy. That's too easy. Superstar positions matter. Like, yeah, I agree. If you tell them, shit, you telling me any of your top receivers, whoever you put at the top, they want come for two ones and three. I'll rock with that. Rolling, uh, of, of course, Rolling would stop it. Of course. The draft guru himself. Of course you stop it. He's stopping it regardless of position. <laughs> of course. See, when it comes to Roland and Tay, they believe they can put a band-aid on a dam and a crack and think that shit's going to work and find a way to find something in five and below and it's going to happen. <laughs> they, even, they might even search on Amazon and Walmart to even see if they can find a fix instead of actually paying some money, or making a, a trade that might ha- help your team. We team draft too lives. <laughs> I mean, we do draft well at certain positions. In those positions, I wouldn't trade top. I wouldn't trade two ones in the third four. Positions such as linemen, such as linebackers, such as corner. I'm going to trade two ones in the third four. Maybe, I'm, I'm maybe if we, maybe receiver. if we rock away, nah, not a receiver. Re- receiver to me, because we don't draft receiver. Yeah, I get that, but so that's we don't draft dependent. receiver. We don't develop receiver. That's not really true. That's a dependent position. You got an MVP quarterback who didn't use the wide receivers. We don't draft or develop wide receivers. We do. Okay. He was our receiver for thirty two for two years in a row. I, I get what you're saying, but still. To give up all of that capital for a receiver, it just don't make sense to me. Especially when when you consider the top five receivers in the game right now. Devontae Adams was nowhere near first round pick. He topped one of one of three. Right. That's Same goes to Tyreek Hill. Only yeah, like fair. only one that was a top guy, like a first round pick, was D Hop. That's not to me, that's nah, you could nah, nah, not receiver. If I'm giving that type of capital, it has to be a game changer, the absolute game record. And I get normally I would agree with you. If we were Pittsburgh, I would agree with you because they figure out how to make every receiver that they get besides Lyman Swede work. No matter where they pick their receiver, they make that shit That's work. A B was a was a fifth round pick. <laughs> they make it work. 
We don't. We has how many number one picks, and we don't make it work. work because of the so if, we, if we don't, if we don't, why even bring give away that capital to bring somebody in and still don't work? Because it's a proven commodity. Yes, we have. We won with with Anquan Bolden coming in here. We won with that, and he wasn't nearly a top receiver at the time when he came in here. We, we can work with free agents. Team to open that up. I believe you can't bring in a top tier court, uh, receiver here anyway because you don't know what you're getting out of your offensive coordinator to get him the ball. Regardless, I know feed Devontae Adams in certain other situations and other teams. I don't know how I'm gonna feed Devontae Adams in the Baltimore Ravens team, but especially you, you too scared enough to throw a slant or an outside on outside um, numbers. And we that remedial that we can't figure out how to get Devontae Adams the football or nook the football. Y'all might as well go ahead and pack up. Go ahead and so, bring the Mayweather, the Mayflower, and the move again. I believe that changes the Ravens situation <laughs> when it comes to winning a big game. I guess I'm looking at it in general. Y'all looking at it as a year-to-year thing. I'm looking at it just, just overall. To give up all of that draft capital on a position that's so dependent on the quarterback, the offensive line and the coordinator don't make sense to me when I can, I would feel more comfortable giving that to a corner who I know will shut down a side of the field. Side of the field, right. I got or you. Or I would give it to an offensive tackle that's shutting down anything coming that way. If you weren't Other strong that, on grabbing really, tackles, like, I wouldn't. So, so her. <laughs> or, I know or like maybe saying. A, 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 like a, pass, a pass rush is kind of iffy. Earn Donald would be the exception for me. Because he just, like, you need three to block him. He's unicorn. And sometimes that don't work. That would be the exception. Like, Aaron Donald in his prime or a young J.J. Watt in his prime, easy. Easy. Them two, easy. Take it. Bye. I would, I would say T.J., but I'm not giving two first and the thirds to Pittsburgh. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Not <laughs> no. T.J. Not T.J., no. Nah. I wouldn't give it for T.J. now. Like, to me, it got to be someone who... Is like above and beyond the, the, the unicorn. Okay. To me, JJ Watt was a unicorn. Aaron Donald is a unicorn. And like, like you couldn't do that with JJ Watt. Same thing with Aaron uh, right. Donald. Other right. than that, I can't do that. That's too much capital. So you saying tackle? Would you give it up for Beckton if you know you can get him in the draft? If I know I can get Beckton in the draft, which, hold on, you confused me now. Meaning, like, if you're not trading for the, uh, say you had the opportunity and you know where Beckton was going to fall at, to and move you, up. Knew you wanted to trade up to get that, would you give up that to get him? Because you saying tackle, you may. No, well, 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 no, he, see, you, you changing the question. No, 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 I'm adding to the question. I'm not changing it. I'm just I'm looking on both sides. Cause that's the way I'm going with my, that's how I'm answering it. I'm not really, unless I can get, like, one of your pass rushers that you wanted because I feel like my defense needs it, I'm looking at it as a draft capital. Would I move up to get that game change that I know is going to help my team immediately? Got you. But, we, like, superstar-wise, what about a superstar? Like, to me right now, there's only one super, current superstar that's – no, I can't even do it for Aaron Donald right now. Not right now. Aaron Donald, no. Nah. Why not? Because he's is is not as dominant. Okay. And then and then you got factor in the age. Like Aaron Donald, what? He's thirty now. 
So the decline is coming. Like if it's an early rookie deal, that's why I said early JJ Watt, early Aaron Donald, it's a no brainer. That way I can maximize it. I can, I can. Uh, yeah, he'll be thirty next year. I, I feel comfortable saying, all right, I gave up. I mortgage like the future in a sense for this player. I can't do that right now for a thirty year old. You know. <laughs> I got you. I never realized he was thirty. Nah, Tay won't say Chase Young. He'll give it for Chase Young right now. I don't know. Chase Young ain't, ain't as ain't a complete. He ain't a unicorn. I mean, you giving up a you giving up your future, possibly. You giving up a lottery ticket for a short thing. Yeah, that may or Chase, may not be as good. You know, you know who Chase Young reminds me of, but he's not as big. Jadavian Clowney. Their motor don't stop. They're solid against the run, but their bread and butter is speed rushing. Although Clowney got more of a power rush move now, but they 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 the similar guys. Like the top receiver, I mean the top uh pass rushers in the draft go one or two and eight. Actually both of them went no, Clowney went one, right? Yeah, Clowney went one and Chase went two. Oh, yeah, Clowney went one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what he reminds me of. Mm. So what does Aaron, what does Donald do for the other players in the defense? Aaron Donald does speed up quarterback's clocks. When you get pressure, you get a gap pressure, your quarterback clock speeds up immediately, which makes it easier for your, your back end coverage. It, like, say, say it one more time. He speeds up the defense, speed up the clock. He speeds speed up the quarterback's clock. Once you blitz through the A gap, you got that type of pressure coming through the A gap, it speeds up the quarterback's clock immediately instead of a, he, somebody looping around. Right. And then also, from a coordinator standpoint, he allows you to do so much because you know the offensive line has to commit two guys to him. At least, right. And out of 10 attempts, when there's one versus Byron <laughs> Donald, he will win about four of them. And that's enough to make you think about putting the third guy over there, and that creates more havoc. So it's like, yeah. Like, in his prime, easy. Him and Watt, easy. I can't think of nobody else. I can't. You can't think of nobody else? I'm I would throw one more in that prime. That would be Von Miller, but I was Von. I'm surprised. I was Von over JJ. I'm surprised Heard and Coach Tate ain't never say his name yet. Because it actually is legit happened in real life. Oh, Khalil Mack? Fuck no. You know who you talking about. Ain't nobody on the offense side of the ball. But y'all say I'm a hater. Khalil Mack? Saying his name yet. Was it Khalil Mack you think about? Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Khalil Mack don't stop the run as well. Oh. Like, you got to think, when they made the deal, I thought they was gave up too much for Khalil Mack. I'm a Khalil Mack fan. I'm like, that's a lot. That's what I thought. And look at the return. Look at the return. The Raiders are like a better team than Chicago. So that's the proof right there. It's like, is it really worth giving up all of that for, you know, a pass rusher? He's not a unicorn. It's, it, that's what I'm saying. It got to be... An absolute freak. Maybe Megatron back in the day. That was calling me a hater. Or Moss. 
It'd be them two. Be the only receivers I could think of. Other than that, no. Glenn Scott says, does Judon get better because... Yeah, Judon will get better because of uh, Aaron Donald's presence. No. No, it wouldn't. And then he, 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 he had dumb fuck moments for some reason. I was to say, yeah, he still do lose a little bit too many one-on-ones for me. That's what happened. You would have to win your one-on-ones. Yeah, he happens to go all the way upfield. Like how Coach Tate was saying, wasted pass rush, and I've been noticing he does that a lot. He'll go like five yards past the quarterback on one-on-ones. And they can be losing one-on-ones with tight ends. Like, come on now. I'm watching Joe Sweat fresh in the league, stand people up, move people around, and be physical. But I watch Judon looking like he playing high school football, looking in the backfield and trying to figure what he want to do. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's motor. <laughs> well, we're going to see Bowles on the field, Coach Tech, because I don't think they're going to give Judon that money. And let him go keep Bowser. Hey, Glenn, what you mean? Suggs for McPhee and Kruger paid. What you mean? I don't understand that that, uh, comment. Let me see if we got got another one. We got another Cypress. I thought we had another one. Yeah, we do have another one. What was up? I haven't seen another one. We got another one. I mean, I, I mean, I asked the question. I don't really think it was a shop or a shop it, though. All right, go ahead. I asked the question of, um, what was it? Do the Ravens? Oh, Sweet. I read it. On the table. Yeah, all right. Uh, are 10 wins going to cut it for the Ravens to get in, or will they have to run the table? <laughs> Five games left, four wins, but I only give you ten. Because this question is brought up because you got currently in front of them for the wild card. Uh Browns nine and three, Dolphins eight and four, Colts eight and four, and the Raiders are seven and five. A lot of those teams play those teams. Play each other, yeah. Yeah, play each other. So, it's going to inevitably be some people having losses. But I think, I don't think 10 will be enough to get you in. 10 won't be enough to get you in. Especially if you look at that mindset, you believe two more games. Tavon, you missed the Anthony Lynn question. You said 10 won't get you in. Yeah, I don't think 10 will get you in. You said you got nine already with the the Browns. You got eight with the Dolphins. Yeah. And then seven. They still got to play Buffalo. I think New England again. They got 49ers at night. They got a a tough schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a real tough schedule. Out Out of the all... Yeah, the ones in front of the Ravens, they got the toughest schedule, in my opinion. Okay. 
Rowan says, shop or stop, trade Orlando Brown or have two $20 million tackles and use our talent of drafting and target linemen to our benefit. I'm biased on this question, so I'm going to set this one up. I've always had the same Orlando Brown's my favorite Raven, so I'm not going to say give her to Orlando Brown. <laughs> I've always had the same stance because, uh, no, I I I rather have the two twenty million dollar tackles. You build a house with a solid foundation, mm-hmm. so I'd rather do that than trade them. Why do that? I rather build a I I rather build a foundation. I see that asshole Huh? They they just put Pyramid Oliver up on the TV. I know, I know. Who? Pam Oliver. <laughs> she, she, she does that on purpose. I ain't, I ain't see her ass all day. Now they gonna put her ass on TV. Like, come on. Yeah, Pam, Pam did that on purpose. She, that's her uh, her calling card now. With that, <laughs> that <hand. laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like that's hers. And Skip Bayless went from, like, once he made his name. Now he got to continue his career on the back of being a LeBron troll. That's his calling card now. So, people got this. Is Skip and Shea over with it when LeBron decided to hang it up? <laughs> I like an everyday Skip topic. Might be. Skip had to find somebody else to hang on. Taylor said her wig cold. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got a wig on if it's cold. <laughs> can tell you ain't get it from the black school. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. All right. Oh, Pam always doing that, though. All right, where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, boy. The Atlanta Falcons. They have an interim head coach right now, Raheem Morris. Um... What do the Atlanta Falcons have to do to win that division? Moving forward. Well, 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 I'm sorry. Taylor said it was it was com- to compete in that division. I think he compete just fine, but I guess to compete to win a division going forward. Oh yeah, Glenn. I can't I yo, I cannot Watch ESPN. I can't watch Steven Max. I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I might I might I might watch a segment if they're talking about boxing. Yeah. That's it. I can't even listen to them talk basketball. It just it it, it irks me and I truly believe ESPN has an agenda of of creating narratives. Like I feel like they don't they don't believe what they're saying most of the time. So mm. I can't nah. I'm good on first take. Yeah, I can't rock with first take. Even the clips of first take make me mad. Roland, I personally haven't started scouting yet. No. I did. I did a very, very few preliminary scouting. But let's look at uh, the Falcons. What y'all think going forward? What they need? I think they have a good young defense. Um, Contrary to popular belief, because they they tend to give up a lot of 
points. But I believe that they're they have AJ Terrell, I think, is a good solid corner piece. I like Deion Jones, um, for a modern day linebacker that can cover in space and keep flat out run. Keanu Neal, if he stay healthy, is a good safety back there. Ricardo um, Allen, Allen is, is serious back there too. Um I think they need a pack, a young pass rusher. They tried it with Tack and it didn't work out, but I don't think you stopped going to the what that well. You will need a top pass rusher um on the defense. And on the opposite side, contrary to popular belief. Actually no, this is pop, this is this is popular belief. This is probably as popular belief as, as it comes. Matthew the statue gotta go. <laughs> Matthew the statue gotta go. Hmm. And I don't think contrary to I don't think he's a statue. I think he moves a lot. He moves a lot for a statue. Oh shit. Alright, cool. He moves a lot for a statue. I mean, he ain't Tom Brady. I'm a duck when a rush come. I'm just going to step two, three yards to the left and then try to get it out as quick as possible. <laughs> right. I believe they just need a whole new coaching staff. I don't believe you need to do too much with the offense. Maybe adjust how you distribute the ball. Everybody's starting to key in the Calvary a little bit too much. A four speed. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if you look at if you look at um, he should have had that catch. He's no longer number one. Who? Julio. He pissed me off with that catch in the end zone. All right. Nook with a quarter. (laughs) Probably need to get younger. Even though you got your whole offensive line has been drafted in the first round, they haven't been living up to that first round talent. They need to probably reassure that interior offensive line, especially to help out with the um. I mean, you got Mac. He been old. He been beat up since he got there. Even though that was a clutch, uh, clutch lineup for them for that one year. But after since, he's just been getting tossed around and beat up from time to time. Like y'all said, the defense. I mean, they need a they, they need a young pass rusher. But I believe they need a whole new coaching staff just to change that that feel of the team. They have the offense, the pieces that they need to get the ball down the field. They just need a coaching staff to put together a nice scheme to get off the field and keep feeding Matt Ryan and Julio and whoever they want. I think you keep I think you draft a quarterback, keep Matt Ryan for at least another year or two and and train his replacement. Because I mean he he got enough arm talent to the, distribute the ball to Julio and um Calvin and figure out a way to get Hayden more involved in the game plan and uh Gage is actually a good third receiver as well. Hmm. I I agree. I'm gonna lean towards um what John was saying about the um and I think Glenn Scott mentioned as well they need they need a coach. I think they need a coaching staff that um a fresh start with a coaching staff who can come in, just do a little minor tweaks to, you know, to fit what he likes as far as like personnel. Mm-hmm. Um but the on the field talent is plenty. Like y'all mentioned yeah. them pass rushes that they need. From what I see, you got a stud with Grady Jarrett inside mm-hmm. who gets who pushes the pocket. Um, 
who's the boy? Fifty five. Stephen Means. Like Stephen Means is starting to catch on in the uh, NFL. Like he was a, like a bit of a journeyman. He only been in the league six years, but he was kind of like bumping around team to team. I think he was in Baltimore for a little bit, but he been looking good. Like he looked explosive yesterday. Um, Dante Fowler still speed around the edge. Marlon Davidson. Once he gets a, uh, accustomed to the uh, NFL style of play, that's a talent there. Dion's a talent. On the back end, you got Oliver, Sheffield, and AJ Terrell at corner. Like you mentioned, Al, the safeties with Allen and Keanu Neal. Like, they got a kicker. My young Hoku, they got a kicker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they got a lot of pieces. Off, hey, like, the offensive hey. line... <laughs> These got to play together. Like, you can move on from Matt because you, you drafted Hennessy from Temple this year. So hopefully, you know, this experience um, helps Tennessee grow. I mean, Hennessy grow. That way he gets to take over the, take over the starting spot next year. Um, James Carpenter, you might want to phase him out. Go with McCray. Go with, you know, a little younger there just to – because you got you to gotta, – uh, Here's just a, a rule. Here's just a rule of thought. Hennessy that close to Magic City is never a good idea. That's all the hell I'm saying. <laughs> he white. Hennessy that close to Magic City is never a good idea. He don't like the type of being Magic City. He did go to Temple though, so Bruh. so you never know. He went to a black school, went to the blackest city in America, <laughs> and he down the street from. Magic City. Man, this nigga's in Magic City. Trust me. <laughs> Taywan said, interior defensive line is playing really well. Young pass rushes are producing hurries, but not sure they are long-term fixes. Yeah, but I don't think you give up on them just yet. Mm-hmm. Can't give up on them just yet. Um, they decide, he says if they decide to, keep, uh, to get another staff, they should keep Morris... Because he has completely changed the team's mindset. Roland says the QB class looks too good to pass on. The legit six QBs might go in round one. Wow. Wow. To give you a quick update on the game, another uh, another receiver dropped the ball, well, had the ball batted away from Joe Aiden. I'm not high pointing and keeping it away like you suggested last week. You know what I mean? Technique and flaw skill. Keep it up. A lot of these kids ain't play basketball. I think that's what it is. Like, <laughs> like you never bring the ball down. Keep it high. Catch it high. Keep it high. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Barber with the touchdown. 14-9. Kick pending. See, my thing about the minds, like the whole draft thing, like I, I see, Roland said the QB class looks deep. Mm-hmm. Six QBs might go round one. I I don't like how quickly the fans turn away from a quarterback. Like all quarterbacks supposed to get it right in year one, year two, or even on their rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we like people adjust differently, mm-hmm. so it's like, hey, if like, I hope y'all keep that same energy of the people you're excited about a couple years down the line. I think we, I think we do a good job of that. Like we see 
um, to, to point to a, a receiver, we all were excited about Josh Reynolds coming out. His first, like, his first uh, few years in with the Rams ain't really looked too promising. Now, Josh Reynolds is a playmaker. Like we like we seen. So it just hits different for folks. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, like we all thought Laquan Treadwell was gonna be something and it it just didn't work. It ain't working. He can't get up the practice squad. Or Jalen Strong. Go ahead, Jalen Strong. Not we all. I damn sure it wasn't Treadwell. <laughs> like, yo, it's crazy. But I've, I've um, had, I had enough quarterbacks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm done with the Pac-10. <laughs> I'm done with Pac-10 quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, before we move on to the Jets, the hottest name for coaches this upcoming uh, off season is who? I think Eric Enemy would be number one. Well, at least how, how I'm watching it. Airbnb is number one interest for me. And number two would be Robert Salah. I think yeah. I watched his name all the way Defensive up. Coordinator for, Defensive uh, coordinator for the um, 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another offensive coordinator I was looking at. No, those two are my top two. All right. So, but enemy would be the most sought-after guy. Simply because since he's been the OC, Kansas City has won a Super Bowl and only lost the amount of games like less. They lost less games than you got fingers. Yeah, <laughs> basically, like that's what he's done under Eric Bieniemy. And, and Eric Bieniemy has just came through. He he been grinding. He ain't one of hey, those running back coach. All that. Yeah, yeah. he was a running back, running backs coach. One of the best running backs in college football. <laughs> Right. Running back, running back. Was it Colorado? Was it Colorado? Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then now OC and under Andy Reid, and Andy Reid coaches tend tend to do well in the league. Right. At least the reason first I asked, right? Remember, like we, I brought it up uh, a couple of days ago in the chat. Mm-hmm. I'm watching the game yesterday, right? And I understand it's a division game. They're usually close games. And I'm thinking to myself, trying to see how like how Coach Tacey is the game. Where where are they attacking? What are they trying to do? What's their philosophy? And I couldn't help but to bring myself to wonder why aren't they running the ball? I always thought, correct me if I'm wrong, I always thought the correct mindset of a coordinator, especially offensive coordinator, your goal should be to be number one in the league, or I should say top five in the league in the pass and in the run. Mm -hmm. That should be your goal, to be as balanced and lethal as possible, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm watching it, and... The game, especially last night, it was like 80, I can't say 80-20. It was like 90-10. Mm. 
Like, you're throwing the ball over 40 times. I get it. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I get it. And you run the ball, what, 12, 13, 14 times, whatever it was. And Le'Veon is getting, I think Le'Veon finished the game with, like, 3.8 a carry. Darrell Williams had, like, 7 yards a carry. Um, Tyreek broke one for, like, 30 or whatever. Like, you were productive. Mm-hmm. My point is, so many teams who need coaches and their fan base complain about being one-sided and only catering to what you do well and not being balanced. I'm in fear that the man will get a position and be the exact same thing like every other coordinator. Mm. And that's like the hamster wheel going to keep going. Now, that could be one of two ways. I'm looking at it, and I'm, my first start for Eric B. Enemy was Houston. You're going from a top-five quarterback to a top-five quarterback. So my thought process would be Houston. And you have – you have, no, you gave away – no, you have draft capital, right? Or you gave it away. I can't remember if they had draft capital or they gave it away. But allow him to build the team – in Houston with his quarterback and get him aligned. You have a quarterback that you already have a quarterback that's established in the league and shit, watching him lose yesterday fired me up. Like <laughs> the, the emotion that he showed, showed on the bench after that was like, all right, he can't, he tired of losing. So just get him some help. Let him, you know, have his say on the offense, so y'all grow together. Just Brady, Brady, and, and Belichick. You got you got to give him time to to grow. Though. Well, I I get that, but still, that that situation, Houston, that you mentioned, they only have Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Like I re- well, I can say that because I respect Will Fuller and what he brings. But even then, it's going to be sixty five percent pass. It's not going to be balanced. Right, I get that. That's why I said give him time to build the team because right now you have Deshaun Watson making plays. That's all you have with offense, really. I mean, yeah, Will Phil, but Will Phil is out yesterday and he still showed up. Right. All right, so let me ask you this. Isn't that, isn't that much of the same? Like, it, like say, say, like, obviously they don't have nowhere near the whole roster that Kansas City has. All right. So he goes to Houston with the same mindset. We're going to use a little short passes to the running backs as rush attempts. Mm-hmm. But you, like, he does all of this. He has some success, but not nearly as much as he does in Kansas City. People going to be calling for his job in a few years. You got to let him coach, though. You can't be calling for a job in two, three years. No, it's not going to build no, that. No, I'm not saying the front office. I can say, I'm not saying the front office. I'm saying the fans. I truly believe fans influence a lot of these front offices. I mean, they do. They sell tickets. Fans and the media influence it a whole, too much. But you get what I'm saying. Like it seems like it seems like everyone preaches balance, mm-hmm. but they only they came the, the the balance percentage is nowhere near as even with most teams as it should be. Like, yeah. Like, Pittsburgh is undefeated. 
but they're not a balanced team. Right. Because it shows you don't have to be balanced to win, obviously. Well, but <laughs> at, the, at the end, when you need to win the big one, you got to run the ball. Yeah, I mean. And they can't. Santa like, had to rush it out twice. <laughs> To, to rebuttal, I wouldn't want the enemy at Houston. I would rather have the, your second choice at Houston because that's always been their biggest problem for, for 10 years. They can't stop nobody who get up the field. They can't stop the rush. Their secondary look horrible. Their linebackers is everywhere. They over-pursue. It's, they, they, need, they need a whole defensive hold. They need a defensive mindset type of team. You know what you're going to get out of uh, Deshaun Watson, he can help build your team, draft, get an offensive coordinator that he, you know, familiar with or he just can gel with. And from there, get off the field, get the ball back to Deshaun Watson and win the game. Mm-hmm. Time you put Deshaun Watson in a position to try to win the game because he's always down, he's always needs to score from the 25-yard line, that's, that's, that's not success. That's always going to be failure. Now, if I put – I would say I would like – um, I wouldn't want him at Houston. I mean, I'm the Jets either. I feel like it's too much. You got to do too much of a turnover right there to, to jumpstart yeah, that. Yeah, you have that type of time for that turnover. That's a whole culture you got to build there. Right. I mean, depending. If he gets some type of contract where they was like, I trust, I believe in you, I give you seven years and some, and some my, my, my money, that's different. Yeah, you give him that John Gruden contract where, all right, you got 10 years to build. There you go. Right. All right. I, I, I even that. put in a whole crazy <laughs> trade for you to get the man that you want. All right, bet. I would rather want him in um, in L.A. Chargers. You know, yeah. If you know Anthony Lynn's going, I'd rather him go there. He knows the division. He and knows how to play. In that division, he know how to game plan. He can game plan versus the, uh, the Chiefs, his old team. And then you got a young quarterback that you can de- develop and groom. He got the receivers there that, you know, he can spread the field. If you don't believe in Eckler, he still feel like he's getting too um, old and broken down. I'm just saying, if there's a running back in the draft that you want, go <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's me. I'm just saying you know with his past injury, yeah. it's a two back system. You might want to get another running back. But build that offensive line. You already got your receiving core. Just run with it. Go not only that, the team, you run. got a defense. You got a defensive line. You had to yeah. <laughs> and you got Derwin James coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that situation. LA works too. I would like my my only issue with LA is you got a. Uh, uh, um, a dynasty building in your division already, so you playing catch up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but he that's a big piece leaving in that uh that dynasty. All right. Yeah, and but you, it's Andy Reid though, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, I ain't saying be afraid of no man, but like I said, you building in the same division as a dynasty. There's a I reason mean, why the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Bills went through like 50 coaches while Belichick was there. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Look at the first game they played. They lost in overtime by a field goal. I mean, um, that coach can maybe turn around that team and get a spot to get them in a second place, a high second place, or even a wild card consistently, even if they can't beat Andy Reid every year or they split. Yeah. I believe they got the pieces to they, they got a lot of good pieces. that dynasty talk. All right, as we transition, I would, I think, I, I like the Chargers. To me, the Chargers sound like the best option. Just thinking about, like, what, like, as we know right now, what jobs would be available. 
Um, Atlanta don't sound bad neither. Mm. Atlanta don't yeah. sound bad at all. That will work. Uh, damn, that don't sound bad at all. Atlanta really don't sound bad right now. Um, but if he if he wants something from the ground up, I like I like the Jets. What the Jets are doing, you got like the GM Joe Douglas. He come from Baltimore. Mm-hmm. He was groomed under Ozzie Newsom. So he understands it takes time to build things. Them dudes trying to be Baltimore so bad. Huh? So they trying to be Baltimore so bad. Well, the moves he made was smart. Like, all the former Ravens players that he bought in this year, that's over the hill, ain't producing, they're going to have so much draft capital next season and money. Like, ain't only person they committed to that roster... Like, all the, the guys that they are considered playmakers in my eyes. You got, to me, the best young left tackle in the game. Well, in mm-hmm. this class. This uh, year's draft class with Beckton. Mm-hmm. You grab Pat Elfline off of, from them. That's a steal. Uh, Quentin Williams is a dog. Marcus May is one of the better safeties in the game. Um... Of course they draft Ravens and they like Dizel Mims. <laughs> like if you don't believe in Sam Donald, whatever, you got the number one pick this year. He can come in, like you say, he come in with with security, like, hey, we give you free range, you got all the years. Take your time and develop. It's a big market. It's a soft division. Also I can say soft. It's a growing division. <laughs> Yo, it's okay. a growing division. So it's like he can make his bones in there. Yeah. The Jets GM out here, we got a, the Ravens got a quarterback named Lamar Jackson. We got a cornerback named Lamar Jackson. They got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mac. <laughs> Yo, straight up coming to America out here with the Jets building. <laughs> they the McDonald's of the NFL. I, no, Glenn, I don't think he. I don't think he thinks signing Ravens will make them good. Because you look at the contracts, he got them all on this season. It's basically getting rid of, like, you you forming a team this year to play, basically. You're not looking to compete. You're just trying to get, get through the year. You got your draft capital, get all the picks you want. You probably, you probably was targeting the guy. Mm-hmm. And this season, the coach going to come in, whoever they pick as a coach will come in, and have the ability to build how he wants. You got to think of, think of the, the two pieces that Joe Douglas drafted. He only been there last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. 19 was his first year. Mm-hmm. In his first draft, he'd get Quentin Williams. All right. And one of the best defensive tackles in the game. Beast, right. Absolute beast. And then this year, he turned around and get Makai Becton. Like, What? Yeah. He built it from the ground up. And then he gets Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims falls in his lap. Mims, like when he healthy, he looks like a, a, a solid piece for them. He wasn't necessarily one of No, he definitely wasn't my number one. But yeah, like he definitely was. <laughs> that was my I am sure. He wasn't my number one, though. Right, right. I, I think, <laughs> nah, they got, they, they gonna, 
they'll, they'll surprise some people. If he, whoever gets that job, I'm rocking with. If they get the, the, the opportunity to take their time and build it right, I would get rid of something nice. I would get rid of Donald, though. Donald. <laughs> I think Donald is already damaged goods. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know too much about quarterbacks. It seems like the guys I like will like coming out. There's uh, the issues are. What is it? Uh, so like always put on display. Mm-hmm. Except for Patrick Mahomes. That's the only one. It's like, hey, <laughs> y'all missed. I didn't. <laughs> Except for him, it's like Lamar can't do this. Baker can't do that. Sam can't do that. Mm-hmm. So That's right. I just like, think I, Sam is damaged goods at this this point behind that line, much like how um what's the dude was when Houston first started. David David Carr? Derek Carr? Yeah, Derek Carr. David Carr, David Carr. David, yeah. Just like David Carr was. When Donald was talking yeah. about, I'm seeing ghosts out here, I think you continue to see ghosts out there because of that line. Yeah, I mean, they, and then like, with the enemy, I think he would come in and pick his own quarterback. And like having a number one pick and getting Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence, that's not, that's not bad. That's. See, here's the thing. That's similar to what, you, what you're leaving. That's, here's the thing. I'm a fan of Trevor Lawrence. Right. It's similar. I ain't saying. I ain't saying it's the same. Here no, no, no. I got you. Run with it. I got like, you. Like, come on. Like, I got you. Style of play wise, it's similar. I'm a fan of Trevor Lawrence, but paralysis by analysis has led me to think: What would Trevor Lawrence do without having the top fifty recruits in America? And it's just, like I said, it's analysis by paralysis. Like you, much like um, Alabama quarterbacks, they come in and it's a, it's a, it's a curve. Like you ain't got your NFL line. All right, let me ask you a question, <laughs> Al. Is it because he white? No. The only reason I'm saying this, he had the exact same success. No. No, no, not exact same. But Deshaun Watson also had a top 50 recruiting class and arguably the some of the greatest wide receivers ever and running backs ever. That's like, why I said paralysis by analysis. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> come on. Because Clemson wasn't a powerhouse. Clemson wasn't white. a powerhouse before Al, Deshaun. Al, Al flipping it on us, John. Usually he ride with the white quarterback. No, now Clemson was not a powerhouse before Deshaun. Deshaun made Clemson a powerhouse of football. They were yeah, a team with good receivers. Don't say that. I wouldn't say that. They were a team with good receivers. They were not a powerhouse in the top four of or supposed oh, yeah, to that. be I winning championships until Deshaun Watson got there. Right, but they still had a, a, an amazing top 50 recruiting class every year. Even they before do. Watson. They do. But like I said, it's paralysis by analysis. I'm looking at all these goddamn California quarterbacks that I thought was special. And then you got goddamn Ronnie Bass that I think is special. And it's like, all right, maybe I'm maybe I'm overselling him. Shorty's nice. Shorty is nice. Like, 
Like I thought y'all was sleeping on Burrow. Think Burrow. Was I need to see. I need to see it more than one year. Just like the same thing with Kyle Trask. I put Kyle Trask and Joe Burrow this year. I think Kyle Trask is a good quarterback, but I need to see it. I ain't saying he wasn't nice. I liked his uh, pocket awareness and his um, looseness in the pocket. I just think he had receivers that can catch a lot of 50-50 balls that shouldn't have been caught. Yeah. I like 10 out of Oregon. I liked him last year. I, I ain't let y'all persuade me. I watched him on my own. I'm like, shorty, all right. Then he like go to the Chargers and he out here balling. I like Herbert. Yeah, but he wasn't doing a lot of that in Oregon. He, doing he, he was all right, though. He was, right, he, he was all right. He was all right. Like, I see it. Like, okay. Hey. He did a lot more his junior year. Yeah, he's in the senior bowl. His junior year than his senior year. Like, I thought junior year, he came out, he'd been definite number one pick. The one play I wanted out of Oregon is playing for the Giants very well. Yeah, Shane Lemieux was out there balling. Yeah. Shane. But they got another tackle out there, too, that's supposed to be the best tackle. Um, oh, yeah. And his yeah, brothers. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll check him out. They, they said he should be top two <laughs> pick. Yeah, for Nate Trevor Lawrence did him. That's how it should go. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Panay, and then Justin Fields. Yeah. So we're running. I think it's the top three getting getting the mentions. Gotcha. Uh Yeah, so besides I think it's just a coach. They need the Jets need a coach. What did y'all think for the Jets? Jets need a whole culture shift. It's just yeah, <laughs> you've you've been the worst franchise, and that's sad to say. In the franchise that had hired Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> like you've been the worst franchise over the last five years. It's just too many leaks in the organization. Number one players not feeling respected. Number one players not getting money. It's not like y'all paying anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way Jamal Adams should have the bag for a contract for the Jets. I'm not paying anybody. But at the same time, he was out of pocket. He was out of pocket, but he shouldn't have had to feel like he was out of pocket. Oh, he wanted a new deal, and he got two more years left. You know, you know who got that deal? Who got an extension with two years left? The MVP and the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl MVP. That's who got that. Like, come on. In fact, I don't think he got it with two years left. He got it with a year left. Like, you, who gives a safety? Like, not even a game change in safety. That's the like, best player on your team, though. I by far. Right. Not by far. Think about it. Think no disrespect to Quentin Williams. But think about it. He was by far the best player on that team. But he was not a game changer. He still gets beat deep. Like, yeah, box safety. Wait, 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 wait. Like, 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 what was it? Yeah. He he didn't wreck games. Like, he, he, he graced blitzing. He great against the run. He's one of the best safeties. I ain't taking away from him. Mm. But he don't change games. He don't yeah, I mean, he's not a, a, a Derwin or Minka that's going to be back and, and pass I, coverage. I would say and... Minka. I say Derwin. I think he better than Minka, to be honest. You think he better than Minka? Yeah. Well, Minka got better hands, though. Minka got better hands. I think Minka wrecks the game more. Nah, Minka got nah. hands. That's it. But you can't That's throw it. deep on them with Minka back there. Yes, you yes, can. Yes, you can. <laughs> you yes, you can. It's not done. Right. It's not yes, done. Yes, you can. Right. One, because yes, the offensive line, offensive line doesn't have enough time for you to develop that play. 
that's what it is. And then two, some some coordinators and, and, and quarterbacks are too scared to throw it. Look Man, at please. It's like in the box, down there all the time, and he stand the sticks. When he got to retreat and turn his hips and go backwards, uh-huh. he's not great. Nah, he got hands. He he got hands. But I think overall, Adams better. Derwin better than both of them by far, but still. Yeah, I mean, I think Derwin's better than both of them. I just, I kind of think Minka. I would that's, prefer that's to have. Let me put it this way: I would prefer to have Minka. Yeah. Over Jamal. Minka right. can do whatever he want in that defense. He can freelance. He can take mistakes. I mean, when you got a front four, front five that is, is playing lights out the way they have been, you can make the mistakes. You can freelance and jump routes that you don't really shouldn't do. Right. Just think, like to me. His game didn't change. It's the same Minka from from Bama, Bama and, and Miami. Same talented guy that we that that I like. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot easier to like John said to freelance when you on a team that's been number one in sacks the last four years. <laughs> like if one sure. thing that like the history of Pittsburgh can do is rush the passer, mm-hmm. going back to the seventies. Like that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So it's like that make you you know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get opportunities. I can give a perfect example. It's the same thing that happened in San Fran last year. I mean, you, you, the secondary can jump routes because they believe their whole front four can get to the pass rusher. Right. It's better than where they really are. And once you was able to hold yeah. for about three seconds, you see the exposure in that in that whole defense in front. Yeah. Yeah. Al, you gonna hit me with what I'm about to say. You gotta understand. I, I was, I was, I've recently only been a Laker fan for what five years. I was a Kobe fan for twenty. <laughs> this year, I, I want the Lakers to win. All right. However, I'm rooting for two underdogs this year. It's not to win it all, not to win it all, but to get their respect, to get their respect and put them back where that game is. To get their respect. I said get their respect back. And they were trading for each other. I grew for John and Russ all year. They need their respect back. A lot of people sleep in. Saying they over the hill, they can't do this, da 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 da. Who won a trade? It's a bad trade for Houston. It's a bad, it's a bad, like, people are so wishy washy. It's like 50 50, bad for them, bad for them. But I just think both of these teams are going to ball out this year. Like, man, I just hope they go crazy. I can root for John Wall, James Harden, and then Boogie Cousins. I can, vote, I can go with that. I thought you was going to be slick and say somebody else, but I wasn't going to believe you, but I was going to... Oh, no, 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 Al, I'm, uh, I was thinking about was Al posted the, uh, the picture with Biggie and Pop and said his finals pick was Lakers in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that sounds like... Sounds... It's easy to say. I don't think it's easy to say. It's, well, we got KD and Kyrie. That's that ain't never played on the court together and both of them niggas flaky and cupcakes? That ain't easy to say at all. <laughs> that ain't easy to say at all. I'm not going to do it. I get it. I get it. 
I get it. I get it. But the reason I won't pick them is not because of what you said. Because I think that roster is mean. Them two, Paris LeVert, DeAndre Joy and Joe Harris, uh, Demarie Carroll. They got they got they talented. They got DeAndre Jordan over there. I just wanted to see DeAndre Jordan been there the whole yeah. time. Yes. Oh, he was like a nick or some shit. All right. Nah, he was a nick at first. He was. <laughs> he was a nick at one point. All right. <laughs> yeah. But nah, my thing is, it would it would be amazing if Steve Nash's first ever head coaching position, he goes to the finals. That would be incredible. I just don't think it'll happen. I think he got enough coaching around him. Do you know who's his number one assistant is? <clears throat> Mike Antonio, right? Do you know who, who his other assistant coach is? Ain't it Jock Vaughn? Um, Alright, yeah, Jock and Amari Stoudemire. I mean, I'm putting more faith in Mike Antonio to I know, I'm not knocking. That's great. That's a lot of great basketball knowledge. Great knowledge. But I I don't see it. I truly believe you can hate all you want. I truly believe Milwaukee is going to the finals this year. Go ahead with that blasphemy. I truly believe it. Let's see, you know what? Because Dollar. Giannis doesn't have to do. Giannis can be Giannis in the clutch now. With Drew Holiday, Lord have mercy. That's gonna be fun to watch. I like. I'm. I'm going with Milwaukee against the Lakers. Lakers beat them in five. That's my prediction. And they'll they'll beat. I don't know who they're beating the Eastern Finals. It's either it's it's between it's between Brooklyn and and Boston for me. Yeah, Brooklyn and Boston. One of the others. But I think Milwaukee going to find a way to come out. Would, would be crazy if Giannis get his third MVP. I don't think that's going to happen. But that's right. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. But they'll make the finals. Like somebody like KD will win it, AD. Somebody else will win it this year. But Milwaukee in the finals for sure. I don't believe none of that shit you just said. I don't even care. It sounds good. <laughs> I don't care if you don't believe it. <laughs> it's a fact. No, I know who you. I know you secretly. It's an absolute fact. Yeah, listen, it's okay, man. It's all right. You understand? Yeah. I think it's so you can say, man, Giannis ain't come through. I won't say that. All right. I won't say that. Like, nah. You gotta understand. The the reason, I guess, for the switch and why it's so hard for y'all to believe. I was looking at Giannis in a different light. I'm looking at I was looking at Giannis as if he's trying to be that that KD type of player. Where you got it like I was I was looking at him more in the modern sense. All right, you ain't got this, you ain't got that, you ain't got that. Need to develop all of these. Instead of looking at it from what he is, he's a throwback power forward. By far. Absolute throwback. Run the floor like a deer. Strong. 
bully in the paint, all his points coming, that's a throwback power forward. So you can win with that. Mm. <laughs> you okay with that? You that in face. Mm. <laughs> Funny guy, man. All right, let me see. What was in the... What was in the joint? What's the score now? I ain't even watching. 17-10. That. that makes sense. Good game. Yeah. Proof as to why... Like we said earlier, can't be making them wild accusations. I ain't seen not one person on sideline talk say the Seahawks are trash. Either they don't care about the Seahawks, or they weren't watching the game. Or they was quiet, because they don't want to say nothing, because that's that team. <laughs> Any given Sunday is real. Ain't no, gar- ain't no guarantee wins on paper. Mm-hmm. You better come out and play every game. That five points had me tripping. My name was like <laughs> 21-5 at one point. Like what? <laughs> I got a safety in the, in the field goal. Bro. I just realized. See a homie post about jerseys on there. I just seen a whole bunch of jerseys and lids the other day. I was like, oh, okay. They just got jerseys. Oh yeah, they got jerseys. Huh? Well, they man had jerseys. Alright. It's the same thing I'm talking about. Fitzpatrick in the box. He hitting on every short route that's available. You're gonna be great at that. You make that nigga turn his hips. I don't I don't see how I don't see how you in an offensive driven league, you go with this small dink and dive when you know you're going up against aggressive defense. It don't make sense. There's no pass interference. It's all available to your um to your resume. When all the resume for the cornerbacks is stay in phase. Throw the ball up, 50 50, take shots. See what happens. Hold up. So you, wait, 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 wait. You said you don't agree with a dick and dunk? No, I'm saying I don't understand the philosophy. If you know you, you're going against an aggressive defense that's going to sit and drive on everything, make them come out of that defense. Oh, wait. How, how are you aggressive if you sitting? I'm confused. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the offense to be aggressive. Oh, okay. Okay. You, you plan into their hands with the short routes. So they're going to be aggressive, especially being behind that, that, that pass rush they believe they have. So they're going to run on the first cut that you make or look at the quarterback and know what you're going to do. You plan with that offense of being simple, plays into their hands. I just I, I just want to see if Pittsburgh if Pittsburgh defense can handle an offense that's ran how Pittsburgh offense is ran. <laughs> mm. Especially since they blitz a lot. I want to see if they can really handle that. I don't think they can handle so. three yard passes, you know, get the ball to receive a hand quick and that's going for twelve. If they can handle that. You gonna have to take uh what's what's the army name? Well, this is Vance. That Vance McDonald, ninety eight. Vance McDonald, yeah. Yeah, you gonna have to take him out the field. And once you do that, you set yourself up to be more um, suspect than you are. Suspect the run. The run. And you already <laughs> give up the run with him on being on the field. 
Yeah. That's what I'm telling about being versatile and, and putting the speed across the field and challenging defense. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't know. I, I struggle to find these, these coordinators who, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I look. I guess I look for balance, and I think I would think balance is what keeps the defense on their toes. Mm-hmm. If you're great at both, or if you're good at both, you know, keep them on their toes right. versus being one sided. But it's kind of like like I can't think of the last like the NFL been this way for so long. I can't think of the last great offense that was like. Top ten in both categories. Mm. Right at the Rams. Don't tell me that. Al. Don't tell me it was twenty years ago. I think it was the Rams. Don't tell me it was twenty years ago. That was the last. Come on, come. Don't, don't tell me that. Twenty years that's, ago. That's gonna be nice little uh, research to do. Yo, that's. Oh, it's not. You said you said top category or like like top ten in both because top ten. To me, both. that's. Like, that should be your goal as an offense. Not to be number one against the and throwing the ball in, like, 16th in the run, and rushing the ball. Like, that shouldn't be it. Maybe the – no, I don't think the Patriots is ever the top 10 when they had Corey Dillon running the ball a lot. When they was undefeated? I was thinking with Corey Dillon, but – Oh, just Corey Dillon, period. Oh. Yeah. Undefeated, I mean, they had – what, Maroney was that running back in 07, I think, from – or Jarvis Jar- Jar- Green Ellis. I don't think they were ever top 10 part of the game plan. I don't know. That's... Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But the only one I could think of would be the... the no, my bit wasn't passing the ball as much. Yeah. I'm just saying it's funny because it's like... Fan bases, you, we were screen balance, but... Like I said, I'm guessing as long as the team Falk. win, you really don't care what the balance was. I'm thinking it's Marshall Falk or LaDainian Thompson. Mm. One of them two. Because you got to give them the ball out the backfield, running and catching. Right. Phil had Vince V-Jax and them receivers and Antonio Gates. I'm quite sure they were top ten. It wasn't – well, it wasn't the um, – you were close. Well, I just got this article. It wasn't the Rams – but they was first in passing yards, first in total yards per game, but they was fifth in rushing. They were fifth in rushing. Same time? The 1999 St. Louis Rams were first in total yards per game, first in passing yards, first in points per game, and fifth in rushing. All right, so that's good. That's that's it. That's the last thing. Yeah, so that's top five. Yeah. Every day. We top five in both. That's crazy. That's crazy. But the NFL want to go to a passing lead. Instead of balance. Like, it's crazy. That's crazy. That's the only thing I can think of that was balanced. That's crazy. I'm going to find one. That's crazy. The only other team I can think of was the Chargers. Not when they had Drew Brees, because I remember Cam Cameron had LT throwing the ball. You got Brees, you want LT throwing the football. All right, cool. That works. Crazy. I'm thinking. Passing fifth in Russian. Who's that? Say it again. 2016 uh, Falcons. 
third and passing and five and rushing. All right, that's yeah. all right. That, all right, that makes sense. That works. You had uh, uh, 2011 Saints first and passing, six and rushing. Mm. That's the goal, man, to be balanced. Who the hell? Who the hell did they do that? Who was running the ball? They was they was running back by committee. You know they had three running backs that time. Eleven. That's Mark Ingram. That's Ingram. Um, uh, Reggie Bush still, right? Wasn't Bush on the eleven squad? Uh, probably so. Uh, oh, here you go. Mark Ingram. They had uh, four backs. Mark Ingram, Chris Ivory, just Darren Sproles and Chris Ivory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make a ton of sense. I don't know. I just hope. I hope the enemy. Is gets to you know. Wherever you go, find that balance. It seemed like it seemed like in Kansas City, it ain't balance. It's Patrick Mahomes, seventy five percent of the time. That's. that's I mean, not, if I'm not, that's great. That's great for now for this team, but it's showing like what you do best. You I'm mistaken. They kind of started off doing that with um, Kareem Hunt rookie year. But they were more look, look, what what they were this year? Look at the first what, game what, versus Houston. What, what was Kareem Hunt rookie? What year was that? Two thousand what? Seventeen. All right, so BME wasn't coordinated. Was it coordinated? Okay. BME was coordinated eighteen when Patrick Mahomes took over. Okay. Yeah, but look at the first no, game. Hold on. They gave the rock to Claire. Was they was feeding them throughout the year, um throughout the weeks? Right. I, they go when they hit the playoffs. I, I believe they go right back to that style and go off the play fake, and Kelsey gonna kill. I hope so. I'm, I'm just, I'm just pointing, just pointing something out that that every fan base gets upset about, but they clamoring to get this guy, and it's like, hold up, like, don't be surprised when like his tendencies are showing to cater to what you do best instead of staying balanced and keeping people on their toes. That's all. Mm. Okay, so yeah, he was there in 2018 as well, but I feel like they were they were a little bit more balanced, and they stopped. They kind of lost their balance when they lost Kareem Hunt. Oh, now you got you got backs Kansas right City. now. You got backs. Yeah, and backs. Halea was 60, hurt. Still seventy five percent, eighty percent throwing the ball. Like, God, man. How? Clyde Edwards Hilaire was hurt last night, so. What? He had the flu or something he was dealing with. He was, in, he was out. Let's just put it that way. I yeah. had no idea. Um, get these picks in real quick for next week. Yeah. What's the score of the game? 17-10. 17-10. Uh, Redskins got the ball in Steeler territory, like, probably like the 44. Let me put this thing on. 31. All right, week 14. Week 14 coming up. Hey, come on, let's go down. Whole quarter left. All right. Thursday night, Patriots at the Rams. Who y'all like? Patriots. Rams. Rams. That's a sweep across the board. Houston at Chicago. 
Houston. Sound like a long walk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Chicago. <laughs> One of them got in this, this losing streak. Yeah. So. yeah. Dallas at Cincinnati. Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Kansas City at Miami. KC. Yeah. I hope Kansas City. I'll say that. I hope Kansas City. <laughs> Arizona at the Giants. Giants. Y'all anybody pick the Giants? Y'all pick the Giants? Yeah. How? How? Defense. Hell, you pick the Giants? Are you yeah. kidding me? Defense. Yeah. What happens? Catch. He, yo, he, had, he been making plays this game. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I mean by dogs. When it's time your number's called, go up and get it. That's Washington a- at San Fran. I'm going to go with San Fran. San Fran. I'm going with the football team. They're about to win two straight. Three straight, then. <laughs> <laughs> you mean three straight? It'll yeah. be Dallas. Thanks oh, yeah. They're about to win three straight. My bad. <laughs> Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Pittsburgh. Buffalo. Uh, that'd be the team that, if they can have a uh, hold a pass rush, they're going to have a nice game. They're going to like that ass up if he gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, my God. <laughs> I wish oh, they would put, you done influenced my pick just now with that one, yo. I wish they would put Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick in the box like that, knowing uh, Stefan Diggs is right there. <laughs> Help! I'm taking Pittsburgh. Sure, they ain't gonna get time. What's Josh up? Allen gonna be running for his life. Whoa. And then the uh, Monday Night Football Ravens in Cleveland. I'm going with Cleveland. By, by 10. All right. We split with the Browns for the last three years. Mm-hmm. I think that stops. I think they got pride. I think they got a little bit of fight. They got a little playoff grit. And, um, and Cleveland is coming off of a, a huge win. I don't know if they know how to follow it back to back yet. So I'm going to go Baltimore. All right. Cool. All right, so next week I think we'll cover two two other teams um, in the NFL. Probably got a couple preseason games if y'all want to talk about pre-season. next week. Oh, basketball. Yeah, preseason basketball starts Friday. Mm. Yeah, Lakers and Clippers on TV Friday. So, um, did y'all watch the fight real quick? Danny Garcia, Earl yes, Spence. Sir. Yes, sir. What you think about it? I know there's so many Danny Garcia fans in the world. I didn't know that. That is true. I didn't realize that. I realized so many people thought he actually actually had um, a real shot of winning. <laughs> it it went exactly as I it went almost exactly as I expected. But you, I just no, I, I, no, I thought. Um, I kind of like underestimated Danny's skill set a little bit mm-hmm. as far as like being able to uh, slip a couple shots, not not take take a lot of flush flush punches. I thought he was on, like Angel was gonna step in and stop it at, in the ninth round, ninth or tenth round. That's what I thought, but it just he basically he basically got he got washed for twelve rounds for me. Yeah. That that jab had him flooded. He wouldn't throw, wouldn't throw the hook. It, it was funny because it was like the first round was really a fill out. And after that, Earl said, you know what? I'm going to turn up on Shorty. I'm going to smother like, him and I'm going to hit him every single chance I get. I did like what God said was doing um, with the body shots. Body shots was hit and landing. You can see the movement that he was doing on Spence, but it just wasn't nothing behind it after that. He wasn't following up after that. Spencer animal. Mm-hmm. I knew once Spence handled Sean Porter, that style, I don't got nobody beating Shorty. Mm. 
but I thought that type of style of always coming at you, of reckless bombs, strong like so that was gonna be an issue. Yeah, eight forty up. Ate <laughs> him up. So now, now, now I just want to see if if uh, Bob Arum get his head out of his behind and realize he got to do business with other promoters. Mm. Can't, can't keep having Bud fight only top ranked guys. Either that happens or Bud find a way to get out of his contract with Bob Arum and go with PBC and Al Heyman and that way the fight can happen. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Bud fight once every three years. Twice. It seemed, that's what it seemed like. Ain't really no top ranked guys that you really want to see fight. Yeah. Yeah. So... Appreciate y'all rocking with us today. Yes, Enjoy the game tomorrow. Uh, watch us. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Sideline Talk and Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk. And I'll take us out. Be blessed. Be productive. Be more. We love you. We out. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque.